This week on Prequel Sequel Remake. The worst thing that could ever happen would be to give someone the credibility of a score who doesn't deserve it. You get me a helicopter and $20 million cash now. Too fucking slow. Don't miss Prequel Sequel Remake. Some movies shouldn't exist. Let's pretend they do. I'm Peter Hunter. I'm Desmond Ports. And I'm Scott Hitchu. And welcome once again to Prequel Sequel Remake, the podcast where we do what? We take movies that don't have prequels, sequels, or remakes, and we give them those. We write them? We we kind of write them. Well, we, and we perform them? We, well... We perform them. That happens. And we and that's what you're going to get out of this podcast? Plus, we talk about the movie? That's, you know, that's up for interpretation. Yeah, talk, true. ramble, yeah. you know. I mean, uh, rambling is talking, but talking isn't necessarily rambling. It's a square rectangle You know situation. what I like? A good rant. It's frowned upon nowadays, but uh, I think a good rant is, is just fine, you know? Yeah, man. He shows passion, shows that, you know, you may have researched a topic. Um, and it's fun, and you get the juices flowing, the adrenaline up. I want to do a lot more YouTube videos, uh, or vi- YouTube video essays on me dissecting, you know, uh, uh, minute details of, of of feature films, and I'll have the thumbnail be me with my my arms crossed. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Des doesn't think so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, yes. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> well, look forward to our upcoming segment of Des doesn't think so. You need another nerdy, uh, uh, generally a- angry uh, dude's opinions on shit. That's right. So. Yeah, we need to hear all of them. We need to know. <laughs> we need to know, you know about. <laughs> e- we need to know what everyone thought about the Last Jedi, Desmond. Sure, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. Uh, um, so, what are, what movie are we talking about here today? Des? We're talking about Wreck It Ralph oh, and a misunderstood video game boss character hops from video game to video game, seeking acceptance and befriending a young race car driver while learning a little bit about himself and friendship. It's fun for the whole family. Yes, yes. This is a CGI animated uh, Disney Animation Studios uh, uh, family film. Um, And let's get into it. Um, It's about video games. It's about video game characters, not yeah. not known ones. It's essentially Mario and Donkey Kong. But there's lots of cameos. There's 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 uh, in, there's, okay, in there's, a scene. Yes, there, there's yes, absolutely. Scene, cameos. It's yeah. like everything Food Fight wanted to be, <laughs> and actually, you know, uh, passed. You know, yeah, it's yeah. good. You know, yeah, yeah. fun time. Yes. So essentially, Wreck It Ralph, a Donkey Kong esque video game villain in a Donkey Kong esque video game called yeah. Fix It Felix Junior. Um, he's not appreciated by his community of arcade game characters, and he goes on a quest to find a medal um, to show that he's more than just a villain. Um, and he gets tangled into this plot um, where these evil Mario Kart type Candyland characters are, are trying mm. to manipulate um, um, the outcome of their game, and he kind of gets uh, uh, thrown into that. Um, meanwhile, his game is threatened with being shut down in his absence. And um, the hero of his game, Fix It Felix Jr., has to go find him and bring him back in. Um, that's kind of long short of what goes down in this movie. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's really just an extension of that standard Disney cartoon plot. You know, the person who's not happy with their station in life, they see someone else's life from a distance, and that's what they want. Yes. And then ultimately they reach the conclusion that everything was fine the way it was. Yes. Um, you know, when you think about it, the movie has a kind of an interesting 
annoying, if not kind of a weird message about, hey, we need bad guys. There's gotta be a bad guy there, because otherwise things will just fall apart and we're not gonna not have a world anymore without the, the bad guys. The, the narrative isn't right, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, without him. Um, yeah, no, I feel you. It's a very muddy message, um, especially given, like, the you know, it's this black and white bad guy, good guy thing. It's like yeah. Ralph is at n- no point really shown to be that bad of a guy. No. Uh, uh, you know, he has to wreck the building that he wrecks in his video game, which they are all aware of. They are in a game playing a role. It just doesn't... <laughs> I hate to nitpick at, at, at the children's film logic, but in the... In, in, in the context of like their world, it's like why would anyone have any ill will towards Ralph at all? It's a um, little hypocritical. It, it is. Yeah. It it's is. also in their. It's also in their programming. So I, I'd say something that was surprising about this movie, especially when it first came out, um, is the cast. Like you, I don't think you would. If you had told me in 2004 that John C. Riley and Sarah Silverman and Kenneth the Page from Thirty Rock would star. In a like Disney Pixar movie, I'd be very confused. It was definitely a, a, a cast meant to appeal to the the older folks. You know, hey, you're yeah. in things that I like. And that, that kind of goes with the nature of it. it's like about retro video games too. Um, you get some people, the comedy people, that'll sell on the table to the adults. Um, but yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Um, the cast, and then of course the big uh, 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 promoted thing when this movie was announced was the support group scene yeah, which there's yeah. the movie kind of opens with this support group scene where Ralph a villain is in with a, a group of other villains it's like Bowser uh, M. Bison uh, Kano from Mortal Kombat Zillanon or whatever oh, yeah, Egg, yeah. Egg, Eggman or Robotnik if you will yeah and that was like the big you know hey this is movies coming out and we're gonna have a scene with this and I remember thinking at the time when they were promoting it just yeah, those characters aren't going to be in the movie. It's going to be definitely yeah. just left to that one scene. Oh, and definitely. it is. The, yeah. The, and, and that's totally fine. Yeah. Um, it, it kind of like turns into its own thing, which is really one of this movie's strengths. It's very much like about arcade games, which I guess by necessity, they'd have to try to appeal to an older generation, even yeah. though um, it is a kid's movie. Uh, it, it, it works. Tom Arnold is the live action Sykes. <laughs> uh. Yeah, the cast is really great. Um, definitely appeals to the older crowd because um, they're you know well-known comedy people, and that was definitely a selling point. Um, makes it look less childish. I don't know. It kind of seems to be par for the course of these animated movies now. Get the adult stars, uh, but yeah, they, they they had to find a way to to sink their, their claws into us, um, um, which is funny because they already were with the, the, the retro video games, which is like, I don't know any kid who gives a shit about Frogger or Tapper no. or anything. Um, no, you, I, I can't even talk to the kids about like, like oh, uh, uh, I've, I just started playing this uh, Mad Max game, and they're like, oh, yeah, I downloaded that for free the other month. wasn't for me. And I'm like, wow, I... Kids have like a really specifically high standard for video games. Like, <laughs> come on, it's, it's pretty fun. It's, it know. is fun. Well, Whatever. Fun. You're not you know, alone. It is a fun game. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. These it, new amazing things. It's like, how the fuck can these kids appreciate that? Which, I don't know. Was, was Wreck-It Ralph a, a, a hit? Does anyone know? Yeah. Oh, it definitely was. It definitely was? Okay. Yeah, yeah. They're, that's why they're making, they made the sequel, which I, I think we should address because. Yes. But, Let's address it. Right here, right now. This is a prequel, sequel, remake, 
record. This is one for the record books right here. This is, is the closest call we've ever had on this show before where, you know, there is going to be a sequel coming out very soon yeah. after uh, this episode comes out. <laughs> so we wouldn't be able to do it afterwards. We had to do it now. The time yeah. was now exactly. for Wreck-It Ralph. And, 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 you know, we beat him to the punch, that's a matter of fact. And it's embarrassing on their end that they let that happen. Yeah. This is your thing. How you let us, you know, make the, the complete feature film uh, before you, which I we did. see how many of, the, of our ideas they're going to rip off and just in that stick week. right in, yeah, in there. Exactly. Uh, uh, I think even John C. Riley has some quote about it. He's like, why, why didn't they call it Ralph Wrecks the Internet? Why'd they call it Ralph Breaks the Internet? I thought he was a wrecker. That's that, like that's a whole thing. In the trailer. They though. even oh, okay. they put it in the trailer Gosh. eventually. Oh. No, it was in like the second trailer. Oh, was it? Okay. After they announced the title, it was like they, I swear to God, they retroactively put that in. But that's what we were all saying. It's just like, I don't know, you could, it could have been Ralph Rex the Internet. I don't really get why. why but I, I, I was talking to Rita. It's, a, it's just like, oh, it's because of the, the Kim Kardashian thing. It's like, oh, really? It's, why yes. do we want to bring around the imagery of Kim Kardashian for this kid's movie? Like, you don't have to use the same thing because Internet, because hashtags, because, you know, lols, you know? Yeah. That, Fuck I, off. I mean, yeah. if there's... No, I, I will say that it seems, like, really ill-fitting. Like, it doesn't really make sense. No. Like, I... I don't understand why they're going in this direction with this one. There's still plenty to be done with video games if they just wanted to make another Wreck-It Ralph. Like, this, like, forced, like, internet meme joke stuff that they're going for, like, I'm not really... Ralph versus digging. the Emoji Movie. I, Go fuck yourself. I, <laughs> I think it's, just, it's like, when I heard the title for the movie, I, I assumed, like, oh, okay, he's gonna be in online video games. We're gonna get War, World of Warcraft and, like... like that makes sense. You know what I mean? I was like, I get why you do that, and it's not at all. It's like, Ralph... Going to Google Ugh. and then like like his search history also being Twitter. just like you Ugh. know horse porn Ugh. and stuff. Uh, uh, like, Ralph, Ralph is just like, no. oh god, jeez. Uh. <laughs> no, he's like, jeez, Ralph. Oh, he's new. Uh, suck the horse dick. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's a, to be on brand. To be fair, it is literally impossible for us to have seen this. So maybe it's better <laughs> than the trailers are making it out to be. Uh, maybe I I kind of like the Disney princess scene. I know you don't really like it as the one where like they go in. And, like they describe like what a princess is, and they just describe like all the horrible things that happen to them in all their movies. Yeah, I think I, I, I kind of like it. it there, there, th- th- there's something c- cool about that. In the same way there is with like the video game characters in the um, support group in the first one, but yeah. that it just like the the. The self-referential shit, just it, like that, they're already doing the movie, and you just stack that on top of it. It just makes me roll my eyes. It's like how much more can Disney sh- stroke their ego? Oh, put all their famous characters in there, and right. there's like stormtroopers and shit. Oh yeah, Spider- guess, Spider-Man will make an appearance. I'm sure. Iron Man's gonna be in Iron it. That's Man. confirmed. Uh, um, yeah. uh, it's, it's gonna just, be a CGI fuck fest. It's gonna be. A, it's it gonna. It's gonna be. I mean, yeah. not that the, the of course it's gonna be CGI. <laughs> IRL, you know, whatever. Um, you know, but you know, let's not give it. Who cares about that piece? Yeah, that movie. yeah. We're not we're here to we, talk we, we about first that yeah. movie. We're here to talk about the celebrated Wreck It Ralph, and we're going to um, we're going to give you all the backstory that you need, so you don't even have to go see this new stupid fucking movie. Exactly. You just listen to us and us and our free movie that we give you. Yeah. But yeah. you know, not everything in life is free. And, you, you know, um, that's okay, because, you know, things have value. Um, and, Peter, you know, you know the way that, you know, people sense some sort of value in the, in, the, in the comedic service that we're providing for them, that they can 
give back to, to your good old prequel sequel remake podcast crew in a way? Well, Scott, <gasps> there is a way. <gasps> there are multiple ways. <gasps> Sorry, that last one was really good. Yeah. <laughs> um, Had to yeah. Up the ante. Yeah, um, there's multiple ways to support the podcast um, if you do want to support us. Um, first of all, the easiest thing you can do and the freest um, is follow us on any social media platform. We're at Pre-Sequel Cast on Twitter and at every other platform. We're just at Prequel Sequel Remake. Look us up. Give us a like or a follow. You could also leave us a rating or review of the podcast. It helps with our ranking, things like iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast services. And, you know, the more people we have listening, you know, then the more show we get to make. Yes. Yeah, sure, that correlates. It's a win-win um, situation. It is. Yeah. It's a win-win. Um, but if you'd like to support the show with a little donation, you know, it, it doesn't cost a lot to keep the show going, but it does cost something. Every little bit helps. Um, you can go to prequelsequelremake.com. There's a big donate button right there. You can give any amount of money to the podcast. You send belt buckles. Yeah, you mm-hmm. sure. Uh, <laughs> that's a thing we're doing now. Uh, um, you could also go to anchor.fm slash prequelsequelremake. Um, we have a service set up there. It's called listener support. You know, it's one click set up a monthly deva- uh, donation anywhere between one to ten dollars we get that every month you know it helps keep the podcast wheels a turning on the sly on the sly. but um with the holiday season coming up and black friday and such um you're gonna want to bookmark our amazon.com affiliate link Ooh. i know you just go to prequel sequel remake.com hit the link up top that says support that'll take you right to our amazon affiliate link Bookmark that. Don't go to regular Amazon.com. Go to our nah, Amazon.com. I know you got to get your SanDisk fucking <laughs> your uh, uh, thumb drives and all that, you know. When you're thinking about getting them, you should be thinking about us. You should be thinking about, oh, man, you know what? I'm going to do the right thing. I'm going <laughs> to click the affiliate link on FrequencySequelRemake.com. I'm going to help those boys out with just a little bit of kickback. And just a little that's bit. all we're asking for in life. <laughs> Come on! And thank you so and much. Thank you <laughs> so much. So um, I guess I sort of segued us into the talking about the money thing um, perhaps a bit earlier than normal. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I was gonna... So is there more that we have to say before we dive into the meat of the show? Yeah, no, definitely. Okay, okay, okay. okay, okay. okay. Uh, uh, um, I'd say I like Sarah Silverman's character a lot. I like her performance a lot. I think, I, yeah, go ahead. If I could just go broader into like the characters. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, uh, yes, Sarah Silverman is great in this movie. Yeah. Um, um, Sarah and or um, um, Ralph and Vanellope yeah. are, are, are cool characters. I like them a lot. Um, I, was, I, I was confused about the the name the name Vanellope because it's like is it like Penelope but it's like she's it's like a car va- driver so like Van Scott, like Vanellope like Vanellope. Vanilla, p- it's oh. like that because it's a. Candy. This whole time I'm like, she's not driving a van, she's driving a little go kart. <laughs> I, anyway. I will. Th- there are some Vanellope lines that kind of uh, annoyed me. Sure. Um, the hero's duty thing is just like, oh. yeah, poop, yeah, okay, poop, yeah. poop. But I mean, don't, yeah. don't get me wrong. It's it's it, she's Definitely. an adorably. You, di- I'm you love poop jokes. No, I don't. That's like a complete myth. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, yeah, no, I resent that entirely. I do not like poop jokes at all. Fine, you like jokes about other bodily functions. Vomit's funny to me, way more than poop. Um, when, like, find any, look back in the podcast to find evidence of me and poop jokes at all. Well, other than the, it's not a joke, but you know, there was that period of time where you did have to shit into buckets and bowls. And, and let's say that's not a joke. That, I mean, that, that a was joke. Uh, that happened. You that, know? Was, yeah. so that was all. Des, that was, he's in recovery now. 
Um, <laughs> that was all my doing, the pooping. It was uh, my say. Because uh, <laughs> uh, uh, he totally wrote that. Yeah, I, or th- uh, I experienced he, that. Yeah, that he was, experienced that yeah. naturally in the moment, allegedly. Allegedly. Um, but... Vanellope's great, adorably designed character. Actually, it's funny. Her, uh, both her and Ralph could be like Sarah Silverman or John C. Riley. Oh, most definitely. <laughs> like, it, it definitely, absolutely. Um, I think you lose me with characters. Is uh, uh, the hero character of the video game Fix It Felix is just a wet noodle. Oh, he's just like totally as like as well. fuck. You, you really should have incorporated him on the adventure. Totally cut out Jane. I love Jane Lynch. She's great. Mm. But the Calhoun character from Heroes Duty. She should have stayed in her game. Like, they're, yeah. her and Felix did not need to meet up. I think Felix should have, like, met up with, yeah, Ralph and Vanellope sooner and got uh, uh, some sense of a rivalry. I don't know. It, it, there's just nothing there. That's a very yeah. good point. Yeah, that, that's it, a fair critique. Uh, uh, I like his design. It's like, yeah, you're, you're a great surrogate Mario and Jack McBr- uh, McBrayer. Yeah, McBrayer. McBrayer, yeah, he's yeah. Fun, uh, great. Oh, he's Once again, great. just looks like fucking Fix-It Felix yeah, yeah, no, exactly. as well. Yeah. But, um, um, yeah, Calhoun... My problem with her is she's designed like all the uh, CGI era Disney uh, characters are, like mm. Elsa and and Tangled and all that. They yeah, just have yeah. this look, and I fucking can't stand the way those oh, characters really? look. Oh wow! I, I I don't like it. It's it's they adhere to this like style that it bothers me. And in a movie that's so cartoony mm-hmm. and everything's mm-hmm. robust and, and and charming looking, I just don't like Calhoun's design. Kind of kind of bothered me, especially when she's like in. The other worlds. Mm. I know that's probably the joke. Yeah, um, it's supposed to be the clash um, styles. Yeah, yeah. Um, Alan Tudyk as uh, King, King Candy, Candy which is fucking great. Oh, Alan Tudyk is wonderful. I love. I mean, like Firefly, Dodgeball, yeah. Tucker and Dale versus Evil, I Robot. Even even though that movie is garbage, yeah. trash, which <laughs> does not have a prequel. That's a good point. Well, yeah. a, <laughs> well wait, wait, maybe we don't even touch that one, lest we raise the ire of machines. Oh, they already know. <laughs> They're listening now, yeah. probably. Yeah. <laughs> Decoding. Hey, Lash Alexa. Out. hey Alexa, when will the machines rise and oh, humanity? Oh. Oh, don't bring that crap in here. I don't know that. Okay, she doesn't know that. Yeah, she's she's lying. Yeah, I mean it's possible. Uh, <laughs> um, I will say this kind of falls into like that post up like Pixar lull where like they're making pretty good stuff, but it's not really. It's up. not Pixar. It's not Wally. I thought this was Pixar. No, no, that was actually a ha- point I was going to make. Happens to e- me, no, it's a very easy thing to, to, to miss because there's Disney Animation Studios. They didn't always do the CGI ones. It was always Pixar, right, but right. then they like. I mean, I think it was Meet the Robinsons around then. Yeah, like, do, like uh, uh, Bolt. They started doing them, and mm. it just kind of blurs the lines. But no, it's not Pixar, and it kind of is missing that Pixar sheen. It, do- it is. Uh, I think Toy Story is the gold standard for this type of movie. Woody is a fucking asshole. Yeah. Woody is like unlikable completely, but somehow you come around on him, and it's like I wish you had that kind of arc with Ralph, you know? Yeah, he uh, Woody he, tries to kill someone. Yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe not that, but like he goes, like he's like mean, like he goes too far. You only see it in the video game Eight Bit World where he's smashing. Run a racket. Yeah, why don't you show him in like the full CG horror, like cut between <laughs> the video game Eight Bit and that in the like. Super advanced 3D CGI. That'd be hell of fun. Like you see him throw a guy yeah. in the eight bit. It's like let's see him like and then Godzillaing. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like like yes, you yeah. hit the nail on the head. What needed to happen there? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Movie studios. Um, 
I'm available. <laughs> you guys have like basically about a week to fix this new movie. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Take notes now. That's what I'm saying. But uh, it just kind of creates this shallow ending where it's kind of like, yes, we're all good and we're friends now. And what was learned? I don't know. Yeah. It, it, what was... That's my biggest problem with the movie. No, it definitely is like a really like weak version of like the standard Disney animated yeah. movie plot. Which now that you tell me it's just Disney Animated Studios and Animation Studios and not Pixar makes a lot of sense. This seems more like the studio that made Planes. I don't mean this because I believe it, but this is definitely how Disney sees it. It was like, hey, we just did Frozen. Let's do one for the boys now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do one for the boys. I think <laughs> you know, this yeah. princess, it might be actually pre. No, this, this is like three this years might be before between Frozen. Ta- this, I think this is like between Tangled and Frozen. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, is Big Hero Six Pixar or Disney Animation Studio? Disney Animation Studio. Okay, then it would be um, Wreck It Ralph, Big Hero Six, and then Frozen. Yeah, definitely. They're, they're yeah. like they're, the, the studio oh, is definitely like yeah, I forgot Planes. Planes, planes like, is in there somewhere. Planes is <laughs> Planes is funny enough. Not Car uh, Pixar. Disney Pixar was just like yeah, Disney Animation Studios. You do this one. Yeah. But uh, anyway, I don't know. I think we've covered most of it. Uh, just a few lightning round uh, things I wanted to mention. The yeah, Konami sure. Code that King Candy puts in. Yeah. Uh, that was fun. Yeah. Um, you get the Metal Gear uh, exclamation point when he's going through the stuff. That was fun. Uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog PSA. Yes. Yeah. Um, the way they cut the, the 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 frame rate for the the Tyke characters and like the Tapper character, it kind of mm-hmm. like um, uh, looks jolty. Yeah. And like some of the uh, 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 the slime effects, they make them look pixelated. Mm-hmm. There's some really fun stuff going on there, and that's awesome. Also, uh, do not interfere with the first person shooter when you see in Heroes Duty. That's just like this robot with a gun and a, like. A, a screen yeah, yeah, that, the player. yeah that was pretty cool that's hella clever and fun yeah. um, and it's like those rail shooters where you're just yeah. like blasting through and yeah a little it's arcadey I was glad to see that and you have yeah, Calhoun it's like come on rookie yeah, yeah, yeah. they're over here get them don't shoot it's like the, like the aliens arcade games or area 51 it, so good yeah fucking Skrillex it would be song. cool <laughs> it, if, it was Skrillex wasn't it if you could just like flawlessly remix games together like that like oh yeah this code just got messed in here somehow and yeah. instead of producing just a, a whole litany of errors it just works yes yeah yeah, yeah 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 king Can- candy going turbo the whole turbo thing that's a kind of a cool twist in the yeah, end that, that was fun um for for context basically if you like you're going rogue basically means you're going turbo but like when you first hear it, you just think oh it's like oh it's a street fighter turbo edition yeah exactly so, but then it turns out to be something more that was clever no this character definitely just like fucked up his own game and glitched it out and escaped and that's cool that's yeah. uh it's just like you could have gone more into that the the dark you should have gone full who framed roger rabbit mm-hmm. uh, uh, rather than you know kept it so so vague um but you know that whole the whole the uh, sugar rush world is really really cool looking yeah. and the texture on everything's good and it's like that's a gummy bear yeah i i, I would say a critique of alan tudyk's performance is it's basically just snagglepuss is it snagglepuss i was thinking mad hatter Oh, it oh yeah, very mad hatty. Yeah. Like just the sound of his voice, it just sounds exactly like Snack definitely. I, I'm trying. Yeah, I think you're right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, have some candy. Yeah. No. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, um, Desmond, you'd recommend this? Yes, movie. I absolutely rec- uh, recommend Wreck It Ralph. It's 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 a it's a good movie. Recommend Wreck. Um, <laughs> was, um ignore my issues with it because it's nitpicky adult shit. It's a good kids movie. It's it's fine. It's, yeah, it's good time. I mean, it's no food fight <laughs> <laughs> or. Uh, Sausage party, but uh, so you you would recommend it? I would recommend 
just watch Food Fight instead, you know. Um, it's, it's a quality flick. You know, you got Dex Dog Detective in there. and God. Well, we'll have to go over it on the show. Because they're due for a sequel any any oh. time now, I'm sure. And they got to remake it just to recoup any of the money. Hey, keep your eyes peeled. That scene when you're in the power strip for the first time and there's all the characters walking around like the, the train station. Mm. Yeah, it's just Disney reusing all their models from like the previous five years movies. <laughs> there's like the T-Rex from Meet the Robinsons in there. You can spot a ton of shit. Yeah. Just, like, oh, just yeah. use that model. Fuck it's, it. It's, uh, a, it's an Easter. Oh, you're not, you're video game been. characters in that part. It, it really sit, isn't sitting around. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, throw it in that background. I guess Nintendo was a fucking pain in the ass. Surprise, surprise! About Bowser's size. And no, no, it was really like, no, no. He has to be this much larger than Zangief, and he wouldn't hold a teacup that way. Or, <laughs> no, I'm not lying. I mean, I'm not, I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I, surprised they got it any level of, like, Nintendo characters in a movie, you know, really. They wanted Mario and it was, like, for five times as much as they got, um... Uh, Bowser. Uh, uh, Bowser. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that makes sense. Funny enough, notice how much Sonic appears in the movie. <laughs> there was a high asking price for him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey guys, it's, it's still Sonic. <laughs> I'm still still around. Right, well, still a franchise. It's like okay, 25 years of Sonic, guys. Last note: Sonic 2. It's it's that fucking Sonic Adventure Dreamcast era Sonic design. It's not like the the squat little short Sonic. That everyone loves. Yeah, it's a it's a, it's a weird it's a weird move. Um. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I would also recommend Wreck It Ralph. Um, it's a fun, good time. You know, put it on. It'll be good. It'll be on when It'll you put on. it on. Um, yeah, no, I, I liked it. I didn't love it. Uh, I really liked it when I first saw it. But Me now, too. I, but now that I am older and wiser and more cynical and more full of hate, yeah, I. I no, I just kind of liked it. I think in like closing it really at that time it was really something else to see. A, not a handholdy type like video game movie. Yeah. You know. That's true. That's just Tapper. I don't know if you either get it or you, get it or you yeah. don't. Uh, you know, like yeah. uh, Wreck-It Ralph, you get that this is a Donkey Kong thing or you don't. It, yeah. It's not It's not Ready Player One, you know. Oh, it's no. Akira's bike from fucking Akira. Oh, or, I mean, I'm sorry, it's Kanye's bike from Akira. Yeah. It's Buckaroo Banzai suit from Buckaroo Banzai, the yeah. 1976 yeah. cult it, classic film. <laughs> and, yeah. um, you know, if, if you could ignore the badly placed pop song montage. Oh, in, 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 in oh the boy. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. Really didn't fit. Really didn't like that. Yeah, no, that was that really, was. Yeah. yeah, no. It's gonna date your movie, and that's actually gonna, you know, hurt it in the long it, run. It's one it of did. It's, it did. It, it might be the, the worst part. Yeah, it's probably might be the worst part. Least favorite part. And then the song. There's also another pop song that comes up at the end of the movie, and it's kind of like, well, I'm already you know done with the movie, but like, <sighs> no. Which is sad because the ending credits are these beautifully like animated sprite. Oh, like, yeah. Like yeah, art yeah. pieces that should be like you should have a Wreck-It Ralph like eight bit theme going. Eight bit something. Um, and yeah, I was at Disneyland maybe three or four years ago, and like yeah, they have that song from the end of Wreck-It Ralph like in their parade. Uh, like, it was like, is that the Wreck-It Ralph song that I hate? It is the Wreck-It Ralph song that I hate. Um, all right, well, now that, wow. now that we're done discussing everything we loved and hated uh, about Wreck-It Ralph, <laughs> aside from when we intermittently bring it up over the next three installments. Um, Let's move into the, the meat and the potatoes of the show, and uh, this week I'm the potatoes, and the potato stands for prequel. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that, but... Um, yeah. Now look it up in I your do. dictionary. Yeah. Yeah. I'll oh, look fuck. it up in my thesaurus, because yeah. it'll be like synonyms, antonyms. There you I'm go. sorry. 
one last thing. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, Des. They're act- they actually did make F- Fix It Felix Jr. Um, yeah, no, it was there when we were at Disneyland. Yeah, and most like in, in you most mean, like how they made a game. They made the the the, the, cap- the, the yeah. cabinet. Oh, and okay. Funny enough, since it's a newly produced arcade cabinet, most arcades nowadays will have it. Oh, that's just because cool. it's like you know, um, it's fun. It's actually. <laughs> Probably funner than Donkey Kong. Oh, well, Donkey well, Kong, <laughs> Donkey Kong is a shitty ass experience. But it's Donkey great. Kong is it's just hard. Yeah, yeah. well, it's designed to, to mine quarters. It almost single handedly saved Nintendo from the video game crash in 1983. I'll just say this if Nintendo was smart and worked with Disney, they would have just made this the Mario Donkey Kong movie. Let, let Pixar. Make a, <laughs> let Pixar make a Mario. Movie. If this was just about Mario and DK, like it was like this would be like instant classic, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, that being said, the made up characters are great. And I'm yeah. sorry, Peter. Let's let's fuck. Yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah, man. Let's fuck. Yeah. Let's, let's fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I was talking about potatoes, sir. Potato. I know what you fucking heard. You're a good. You're a good man. <laughs> <laughs> All and right. Thorough. Like an Edge Lord's favorite character would be Venom mixed with Darth or Darth <laughs> Maul. And Negan from Walking Dead. Oh just my like god! Rolled up into oh one. oh and god! It, it, it's it's just too real. Uh. <laughs> it's too fucking real, Des. Darth Venom. Darth Venom. Darth Venom. And he Jesus carries Christ. the bat like Negan. <laughs> it's the, the place. All right. Anyway. Mm. All right. You guys ready for this prequel? I'm really yeah. excited. Yeah. Oh right. yeah. All right. Mm. Title: A Fistful of Felix, King of Ralph. Tagline: Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Alternate tagline. More middle-aged white men talk about video games. <laughs> alternate, alternate tagline. All of these quotes are actual quotes. Directed by Michael Moore. <laughs> it's okay. Wreck-It Ralph, oh, nine, okay. One, 11, 11, eleven, nine. nine. Wow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fahrenheit, 2049. It's okay, Scott. We'll get through this together. Okay. Let um, me keep... You're gonna take Start a, drinking. Yeah, you're gonna take allegedly. a allegedly. Yep. Allegedly Jag. Allegedly. Allegedly. Alright. <clears throat> Synopsis. Interior. A dingy mid-scale restaurant's kitchen. We spot a slender, overly groomed man with a charcoal colored beard named Mitch Bilson. Bilson is sporting an incredibly tacky American flag tie and a smile that seems to say, Yeah, I know him this shit. He direct addresses the camera. Argument that video games are meant to be played for fun. Believe me, some of it's a lot of fun. Video games are meant to be played at home, relaxing on a couch amongst friends. And they are, and that's fun. But competitive gaming, when you want to attach your name to a world record, when you want your name written into history, you have to pay the price. We cut to a middle school classroom. A schlubby everyman is seated atop a desk staring directly into the camera. He looks just like one of your old friend's stepdads and seems generally likable despite his pasty white demeanor. His name is Wendell Stevens. With this, it's just like me and the machine. Doesn't matter if you, if, if, if you let me down or someone else doesn't come through, I can always go out there. I'm, I'm in control. We cut to an elderly man adorned with a costume shop referee outfit. I wanted to be a hero. I wanted to be the center of attention. I wanted the glory. I wanted the fame. I wanted the pretty girls to come up to me and say, Hey, I see that you're really good at Centipede. (laughs) The man, David Walters, is the founder of Double Helix, an organization dedicated to tracking high scores in arcade games. Among the high-scoring players is restaurateur Mitch Bilson, who has held the high score for the 1982 game Fix-It Felix Jr. since 2008. A bunch of older nerds wax rhapsodical about Mitch's gaming abilities, bordering on obsession. 
Mitch takes the next several minutes of screen time to brag about his hot sauce recipe, which, despite his ramblings, only has a three-star rating on Amazon. We cut back to Redmond, Washington, where out-of-work engineer Wendell Stevens has purchased a Fix-It Felix Jr. cabinet to try to break the record. Wendell plays a drum solo on a tiny drum set as a way of explaining how good he is at arcade gaming or something. Regardless of it does that or not, it's a pretty bitchin' drum solo. Wendell spends countless hours in his family's garage, missing birthdays, weddings, and even neglecting to wipe his own child's ass when asked to do it. In Wendell's defense, that child is definitely old enough to wipe his own ass. You can, <laughs> you can play a Game Boy Advance, but you not wipe your own ass? I call BS on that one. I call BS. Ultimately, Wendell is able to use his mathematical knowledge to identify exploitable patterns in the game, and he achieves a new record of 1,006,600 points, the first score over a million. He submits a tape of the record-setting run to Double Helix, which repels him to local celebrity in the Seattle area. Cut to a Double Helix referee by the name of Walter. Walter lives at home with his elderly parents and his two overweight cats. It's his job to thanklessly review hundreds upon hundreds of hours of classic game footage in order to validate them. Turns out this isn't even a paid job, it's just something he does because he loves games. Anywho, Walter confirms the score and informs Bilson that his Fix-It Felix Jr. score has indeed been beaten. Being of definitely not fragile ego and not out of repressed feelings of guilt from decades of cheating himself, Bilson sends two referees to a personally inspect Wendell's Fix-It Felix machine. Just like all good sports do. No, no matter what I say, it draws controversy. Bilson says directly to the camera. Sort of like the abortion issue. If you're for it, you're a son of a gun. If you're against it, you're a son of a gun. I'm not God. I don't have all the answers. Upon accosting Wendell's wife and elderly mother for hours, the referees decide to quit and use the flimsiest excuse imaginable to invalidate Wendell's score. Upon protest, the referees tell Wendell that if he'd like to travel to one specific arcade 3,000 miles away and recreate that same score in front of a live audience, that they'll accept it. The worst thing that could happen would be give someone the credibility of score who doesn't deserve it. Bilson says directly to the camera. Wendell travels to a tournament at the Super Fun Spot Arcade, located in New Hampshire, to attempt to top his Fix-It Felix Jr. live high score for high-ranking Double Helix members. Wendell calls out Bilson to put up or shut up, show Wendell that he can get close to his top score in front of a crowd, but Bilson does not attend. Bilson's little nerd minions spend the entire weekend accosting Wendell, mostly out of jealousy, but partially because they're little joyless shits. Despite all of this, Wendell sets a new high score of 985,600 and reaches the final kill screen, ending the game. However, contrary to his statements that videotape scores carry less validity than scores achieved in public, Bilson sends a low-quality VHS to the arcade of his own, alleged Fix-It Felix Jr. score. One of Bilson's little shit friends puts the tape on in the middle of the arcade. The tape is full of fuzz, missing frames, and audio that cuts out unnaturally, but in the end, Bilson is shown to have achieved a score of 1,047,200 points. Despite all the ridiculous hoops Double Helix made Wendell jump through to get his score recognized, Double Helix decides to immediately accept the incredibly suspicious tape as gospel, and Bilson is once again declared the champion of Fix-It Felix Jr. Frustrated and dejected, Wendell leaves the arcade, unsure of if he'll ever play Fix-It Felix Jr. again. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the actual Fix-It Felix Jr. arcade cabinet, Felix and Ralph, as portrayed by... Felix and Ralph are deep in thought. Uh, I don't know, Felix. I don't remember that Mr. Bilson getting over one million points. 
<laughs> Ralph punches the side of the building and a fully cooked rotisserie chicken falls out. He starts stuffing his face. Well, golly, Ralph, I was just about to say the same thing. That Wendell fellow worked really hard and got over a million. I sure do feel bad for him. Isn't there something we can do? Felix has an idea. We cut back to the arcade. The little Bilson fanboys are celebrating their king achieving something that dozens, nay, hundreds of people really care about. The only member of Double Helix who isn't celebrating the moment is head referee Walter. Walter has been suspicious of Bilson for some time, but his accusations have been rebuked due to how influential he is in the gaming community. Disappointed in how his fellow gamers are conducting themselves in a very can't-see-the-forest-for-the-trees sort of way, Walter decides to take a crack at Fix-It Felix himself. There has to be something he's missing. He puts a quarter in the machine and it starts up as normal. However, once both Felix and Ralph jump on screen, the game stops. Felix and Ralph look directly at Walter. Hey there, little buddy! chirps Felix. Would you like to help Fix-It Felix? Walter very slowly nods. to that there videotape and look at it real closely. Mr. Bilson is doing more than he seems. <laughs> Walter doesn't dilly-dally. He rushes over to the VCR and pounds rewind. He starts it over from the very beginning and watches it with all the intent gifted to him from hundreds of hours of unpaid video game judgery. At around 200,000 points, Walter notices something. In the reflection of the game screen, he can just barely make out Bilson. Only, he's not directly in front of the cabinet like he's supposed to be. But rather, he's seated at a nearby chair snorting cocaine off a game genie. If Mitch Bilson was not standing in front of the game cabinet while he was playing, what exactly was this a tape of? The worst thing that could ever happen would be to give someone the credibility of a score who doesn't deserve it. Bilson says directly to the camera. Walter pauses the tape and grabs the rest of the Double Helix staff. They're forced to confront... They're forced to confront the cold hard truth in front of them. Mitchell Bilson is a no good emulator user. <gasps> oh shit. Double Helix is given no choice. All of Bilson's scores are erased from the leaderboard. And Wendell Stevens will be rightfully recognized as the first person ever to score over one million points at Fixit Felix Jr. Back at his home, Mitchell Bilson sheds a single tear, which he wipes with a crisp $100 bill. He takes a long swig off a bottle of his hot sauce and stares off wistfully into the distance. Well, maybe they'd like it if I lose. I, I, I gotta try losing sometime. Mitchell Bilson kills the bottle of hot sauce. <laughs> a silver-tinged <laughs> revolver is in his offhand. He looks intently at the barrel of the gun and raises it to his forehead. He can't do it. He drops the revolver to the ground and weeps intently. The end. Oh, <laughs> almost thought there was going to be a burn in hell, you piece of shit. Well, <laughs> all the other non-Felix and Ralph quotes were actual quotes at that point, though, so I had to keep it. I understand. Um, I understand. That's awesome. Yeah. We got a little bit of King of Kong. Got a little bit of current little, events to follow up. Current <laughs> yeah. events with that guy. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. It was it, 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 it Okay, yeah. Yeah, I know. He cheated. Five, yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, there's a lot of very specific details in there. He has a hot sauce. Um, it is rated... 
currently three out of five stars. He's being like on. held in Denmark and like to be executed or some shit. No, be that, executed? that that part is a hundred percent. Holy shit! That part. Yeah. You guys really taking this uh, King uh, Kong thing? The King Donkey Kong, uh, pretty serious. Um, yeah, I rewatched King of Kong for this because when I was like, oh, it's a Donkey Kong movie, I'll make the freaking King of Kong for Wreck It Ralph. Yeah. How's that? I mean, I know it's a documentary, but how's it hold up? Pretty good because it was like all the it was like the rage yeah. that came out. I saw it, but you know that 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 much like Wreck It Ralph is very like pre nerd culture uh, mm. uh, nerd culture movie. It's like oh hey, a film about video games, even though it's real about real nerd video game. But yeah, yeah. I, I will say um, the reason I made the referee the hero in this is because that referee that um, they show in Wreck It uh, not Wreck It Ralph got excuse me King of Kong. Um, like was actively like protesting everything that was happening and eventually resigned in disgust and is like basically like helped provide a lot of proof to uh, you know prove the cheating accusations against Billy Mitchell so um, shout out to that dude hell yeah good job it's also hilarious that there's this much controversy over like a video game score yeah if it's, it wasn't it, such an asshole about it I yeah people would no care exactly. As much. And also, like, I get it. Like, you pay, play for the high scores, but it's just like, what are we doing here? Like, why are you all hot? Why are you pig-headed, man? Like, it's Donkey Kong, man. Yeah. You get, like, Left 4 Dead or some shit. Like, I don't know. It's some fucking yeah. cool. That's not real video game. Uh, Rotten Tomato score. Critics, 35%. Honestly, who wants to watch a bunch of 40-year-old white men talk about video games? <laughs> ba-doo, ba-doo, boo, mm-hmm. boo. Common Sense, USA. Audience score, 57%. My favorite part was all the fraud. Mitchell Bilson, <laughs> USA. <laughs> Budget, $2 million. It's a documentary. Expected gross profit, $100 million. Actual gross profit, a fistful of quarters. Ah. Uh, trivia. Uh, nobody told the creators of this film about the documentary King of Kong. <laughs> uh, the high score from Fix-It Felix Jr. was broken two months before the movie was released. It has since been broken a dozen more times. And lastly, the princess was in another castle. <laughs> yeah. And that is it. That is the prequel. Hey, hey great job. Great job. Yeah. <clears throat> Hell yeah. So we, uh, well, we, we just prequeled, and now we got a sequeled. And we're going to be sequeled by our own Desmond Port. I'm back again. Yeah, plug in, back. Plug in the ports. Plug in the plug ports. In. <laughs> just plug in. Just turn in and plug out. I don't know. Hey, everyone. I got sequel today. Um, so let's get started. The title, Game Runner. Tagline, press start to continue. Great. Or... Fun! Yay! Yay. I'm having fun already. Are we having fun yet? I'm having fun. Director Clint Eastwood. Oh dear. Oh, nice with a fistful of. Anyway. Yeah, hey! There's some potico, baby. We open on the arcade machine for Fix It Felix Jr. We slowly zoom through the monitor and come to the large building that is the setting of the game screen. A sea of police cars is congregated at the ground level. I need backup at the apartment complex on Fixit Lane. Uh, Felix is being taken hostage by uh, ex-U.S. Marine Clarence Braithwaite, also known as the Bomberman. Oh. Hell yeah! Oh. Hell yeah! Ooh. Great start! Yes. Negotiations have begun to no avail. We're bringing in Ralph. Maybe he can defuse the situation. Ralph enters the scene of the crime. He speaks to one of the police. Has the building been evacuated? Uh, not, not yet. Uh, we're, we're most concerned about Felix. He dies, the game dies. Are you insane? Get all the little tykes out of there. I'll try to talk this guy down. Ralph grabs the megaphone. Hello? Uh, uh, Clarence, right? Or is it Bomberman? My name is Ralph. 
Clarence yells from the top of the building. You get fucked, Ralph. None of your mind games are gonna work on me. You get me a helicopter and $20 million cash now. Clarence, Clarence, that's a tall order. How about you let Felix go and you and me just talk? You fuck yourself, man. Give me my demands or this asshole dies tonight. Help me, Ralph, help me. He, he, he's insane. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. Bomberman <laughs> smacks Fix-It Felix. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph turns to the cop. You got snipers on him? Uh, yes, sir. Three. Shoot him. The sniper shoots Bomberman in the neck. He falls to the ground. Felix, now covered in blood, jumps for joy. The police force celebrate. Felix then hears a low, gurgling laughter. It's Bomberman, still alive, cackling as he chokes on blood. <laughs> it's, it's a dead dance trigger. <laughs> Bomberman then snaps his own neck. We see the look of horror and fix at Felix's eyes in his final moments of life. Bomberman's rigged explosive vest ignites, killing Felix and all the tykes in the building immediately. Ralph and the police watch on, completely shocked. The screams. The sirens. Ralph wakes up in a cold sweat. He was having the dream again. Ralph slides over to the side of his bed. He grabs the picture of himself with his best friend, Fix-It Felix Jr. He weeps. He wasn't focused. Yeah. <laughs> Should have fucking focused then. Yeah. Should have. Ralph gets himself dressed. He takes a jag of whiskey and puts on his badge. Allegedly. Game runner, it says. In the years following Felix's death and the destruction of their game, Ralph had taken up work with Queen Vanellope von Schweetz and her elite police force. Their goal? To capture or kill rogue video game characters in the arcade. Ralph enters the police precinct in the power strip hub, where he goes to meet with Queen Vanellope. On his way up the building, he's taunted by various other members of Vanellope's Candy Council police force. He walks in to Vanellope's office. Ralph! I've got a new one for you. She slides Ralph a picture of the monsters from Rampage. George, Lizzie, and Ralph. Another another Ralph. Oh. That's their names, though, so. They went AWOL after their game got shut down. Seems they've taken up residence over in Metal Slug. Unfortunately, their code doesn't really gel with that game. Whole thing's going haywire. Flitwack thinks it's busted. Slug is set to be carted off for repairs tomorrow. You make sure those monsters are terminated by then. Ralph grabs the dossiers and gets up. Vanellope calls out to him before he can exit. How you doing, Ralph? I know you've been in bad shape since Felix. I hope you know you can always talk to me. I'm fine. Another day, another job. A trench coat-clad Wreck-It Ralph walks through Bell Slug's cityscape, smoking a cigarette. <laughs> he has a world-weary look about him these days. <laughs> he comes to the base of a humongous skyscraper and looks up. George, I've come for you! Lizzie and Ralph, too! You come out here right now! A large ape peeks down from the top of the building. You go away, Wreck-It Ralph. Don't make me kill you. The only one dying here today is you three. You knew the rules. You chose to run here to Metal Slug. I mean, the sprite work is impressive, but you know you don't belong here. Now, how would you like to die with some dignity, at least? <laughs> you take us for fools, Ralph. Look at you with your fancy badge. Used to be one of us. And now what? You're just doing the queen's dirty work? That's irrelevant. Now, I implore you to think about this. <laughs> you implore me? You implore me? 
<laughs> you always was one for them fancy words, Ralph. Implores. I, I implores. I implores you to go back and tell Miss Von Schweiss to send someone a little more impressive next time. Ralph nods his head. Fine. Have it your way. Ralph throws his trench coat off dramatically and readies his mitts. I'm gonna fucking wreck it! Ralph levels the entire building in mere seconds, using his skill he was born to do. The three rampage monsters lay wounded in the heap of rubble. Other Ralph, the werewolf, gets up and dusts himself off, lunging in to attack Wreck-It Ralph. He dispatches the oversized canine quickly, breaking his neck and throwing him aside. George looks on in horror. The humongous ape swings on Ralph. The two trade blows and spar for a moment, but George is quickly overpowered by Ralph's gigantic hands. All that's left is the reptilian Lizzie, who begs for her life as Ralph lurches closer. She tries to catch Ralph off guard by using her fire breath, but he sidesteps the blast, grabbing her face and snapping her jaw a la King Kong. Ralph looks at the corpses of his one-time friends. The job was done. That night, Ralph drinks alone and eats Hungry Man Salisbury's steak. He cries and reminisces about the old times when Felix would throw him over the side of their old building. Soon enough, Ralph passes out. But before he can count a single sheep, it's morning. His phone rings. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, what? What? No, 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 I was, just, I was just making breakfast. You're kidding me. Oh, holy shit, I'll be right there. He was Sergeant Vanellope. Ralph scurries out the door in a hurry. The news was of Sonic the Hedgehog. He was dead. Oh. Ralph arrives at the scene shortly. He inspects the body, stabbed 49 times, Jesus. an act of savagery. <laughs> Someone was sending a message. I mean, we got any leads, Sarge? Not much. Vanellope takes a drag off her smoke. All the jewelry was taken from the home. One of the neighbors said they thought they saw a ghost. A ghost, eh? Interesting. I think I could go with that. Ralph walks off. Pac-Man and Mrs. Pac-Man trade off hits from a dirty crack pipe. <laughs> hey! Hey! Hey, you're hogging it all, skank! I told you! For the last time, don't call me skank! Pac-Man Jr. begins to cry. God damn it, shut up! Shut the fuck up! Don't talk to Junior like that! Well, maybe if you did your job, he wouldn't cry! And I wouldn't have to yell at him, you skank! God fucking damn it! Mrs. Pac-Man grabs a kitchen knife and starts to lunge at Pac-Man. Ralph bursts in, gun in hand. Put your hands in the air, both of you! Pac-Man then gives Ralph a slip. A chase ensues through the typical Pac-Man maze. Ralph finally corners him. Sonic the Hedgehog was fucking murdered last night in his home. Neighbors saw they saw a fleeing ghost. I need to speak to your boys, Pac-Man. <laughs> Fuck you, Nark. I ain't no snitch. <laughs> he bites down hard and begins foaming at the mouth. Fuck! Fuck! Ralph grabs him. Sinai! God damn it. You die when I say you die, fucker! Ralph grabs Pac-Man shakes him furiously as he dies in his arms. <laughs> Outside, police cart away Mrs. Pac-Man as Junior is taken away by CPS. Sergeant Fidelope comes to Ralph's side. That kid's gonna have a hard life. What'd you find, Ralph? A whole fucking lot of nothing. I'm going home. That evening, Ralph sits in his apartment watching TV. When he is attacked by a hitman cloaked in shadows, a fight ensues and the two trade blows. Eventually, Ralph gets the upper hand, stabbing the unseen assailant in the artery, bleeding him slowly. 
Ralph finally gets a good look at the attacker. It's Frogger. Ralph searches his person, only find a matchbook from Club DDR. With this hunch, Ralph is off. At the club, Ralph questions the bartender on the last person seen with Frogger. Ralph is shocked by the answer. It was a girl. A little girl. It all becomes clear. Ralph confronts Vanellope in her office. Why, Vanellope? Why'd you play me for a fool? So, I guess you figured it out, huh? The pack ghosts appear behind her. I had the ghosts murder Sonic, okay? When you got too close to the truth, I hired Frogger to kill you. You're just too goddamn good at your job, aren't you? But why? I'll tell you why, Ralph. Sonic isn't even a fucking arcade game. <laughs> Can you tell me what sense it makes that he'd even be here? <laughs> Show Bodhi blast processing? He had to go! I mean, that's it? Yup. <laughs> I'm, I'm placing you under arrest. You sure about that, Ralph? The ghosts then show off their guns. Ralph thinks. No compromise. Ralph then pulls out his weapon, is able to shoot Inky, but Blinky and Winky fire their entire clip on it. Wreck-It Ralph lays dead. Oh. oh. Dump the body. Make it look like an accident. We see Ralph's decaying body in the landfill. Cue noirish saxophone music. Nothing gets solved. Oh. The end? No. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. 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 No, that was great. Yeah, that, no, it was. Yeah. That's a sequel that we deserve. Yeah, it is. Wreck-It Ralph. That's Come not on. what we're going to get. You don't think so? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, Des. <laughs> uh, love the twist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wasn't expecting it to be no. Vanellope, honestly. And uh, But I, I did think her reasoning was sound. <laughs> I did I, think that there's no reason for Sonic to be there at all. And, like, frankly, uh, maybe Sonic should just be put down. Yeah. Maybe we need to stop. <laughs> yeah. We get the Sonic. scene of Sonic, like, you just beep, beep, beep. You're just giving him the little injection. For, like, he, Sonic's going to sleep forever. He's going to go to the farm. Sorry, there's... <laughs> <laughs> he looks around panicked for tails <laughs> until he passes go to the, away. He's going to go to the green zone, all right. <laughs> the pasture. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and actually, you know, I found the, there, 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 there's an error in that reasoning. Actually, Sonic the Hedgehog was an arcade game. Oh. There was an arcade version of it. Oh, there point. was, because it was on the stupid Nick Arcade show. Yeah, and it's like in Noah's Arcade in Wayne's World in that brief it's second true. you see it. Yeah, I looked up into it. I guess there Come is. Come bust a move where the games are played. It's, it's hip. It's, it's fresh. fresh. It's, it's Noah's, Noah's Arcade. Arcade. Hey. Yeah, we just did the gesture. That movie's awesome. Uh, um, yeah. But anyway, it never made sense to me. It, like, that, neither is Bowser, really, but okay. Mm. Sure. Yeah. It's like, if they're all connected via the power strip and there's no consoles connected to that power strip, how are they interacting with any of those characters? And you got Dang. all of them hooked up to the one power strip? It's like fucking fire gonna, It doesn't <laughs> matter how much a power strip, like, works. You're gonna blow that fuse. You're He's, taking too much out. So old that arcade owner was. He doesn't know what to do. He's just trying to get by. No, he doesn't. <laughs> So uh, you know what, is, what you know what, what, are, what are the critics saying yeah, about what, this one? What's the yeah. nitty gritty? Mm. Uh, critics ninety eight percent. A neo noir for the ages. Audiences ninety eight percent. I'm just gonna regurgitate the same opinions I saw on Reddit today, like it's my own opinion. Uh, <laughs> Sam Rockwell. And the echo chamber continues. <laughs> <laughs> Budget thirty eight million. Expected gross profit forty five million. Actual gross profit sixty five dollars in a couple of. Few master slides. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. like a uh, for like a 
Like a Viewmaster? Yeah, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Those are, those yeah. are cool. People threw him in the bucket. In, yeah. Uh, uh, you oh, know. Mr. Bucket. And Pac-Man was not pleased about his portrayal in this film. Yeah. He, uh, well, his... Uh, <laughs> yeah. His crack addiction, or what is it, you know, meth no, it's or crack. whatever. He said a crack pipe. It was a crack pipe. Okay, yeah. fine. Crack, yeah. We're that, yeah we're, so, if you smoke... I would, I'm sure he wouldn't turn down Okay, that. question. If you smoke meth out of a crack pipe, is it a meth pipe now? Does it make a sound? That's what I'm wondering. Yeah, it makes yeah. it sound like someone's smoking meth. Yeah, I know. But what is the sound of one meth head cooking? You know what I mean? Um, probably a lot of, like, f- open flame sounds, really. Yeah. Yeah, I'd buy it. Now I just picture Pac-Man, like, depleting into nothingness. Do, 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 like, of course. Of cyanide course. pill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Foaming and just undoes into a, a pile of foam, basically. Yeah. Well, speaking of sounds, um, it's a weak segue, but we're going with it. Um, let's... Sound off to the last segment of the show. Yeah, the remake. The remake. Which, which is done by present Scott. Present though, Scott. Though by the time you hear this, it would have been past Scott. Yeah. It doesn't We're, matter. It's all, you know, relative yeah. Scott is basically what Relative I'm Scott. About. Yeah. <laughs> relative Scott, yeah. yeah. The theory of Scott relativity. Yeah. 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 I'm around. I'm here. I'm, I'm there. I'm hip. I'm fresh. It's hip. It's fresh. It's Noah's Arcade. Well, that was a great um, sequel and a great way to segue into my remake of uh, Wreck-It Ralph. And I said, you know, what do I want to do? I wanna, I'm going to remake Wreck-It Ralph. You know, am I going to go the uh, obvious route with this? And I said, no. So, okay. remake. Wreckerhead. Oh, no. Written and directed by David Lynch. <laughs> oh, oh, no. no. <laughs> A girl in trouble, bad men doing bad things, and that's good. Uh, for our listeners, Scott is doing the David Lynch hand thing. If you know who David Lynch is, you know what we're talking about. And if you don't, go back. <laughs> go to the classics. <laughs> all of them. They're all classic. This summer... Happy train vember, motherfuckers. <laughs> train vember. Oh, Whoa. my God. I was waiting for someone to drop a train vember reference. Jeez. If you don't know what that is, listen to the Beetlejuice episode and yeah. listen to it again. It's a thing now. All aboard. Uh, now, keep in mind, this entire movie is in black and white. A large black sphere is suspended in space. A weathered man's hand reaches for an old-fashioned lever and pulls it back. A very creaky noise is heard. The large black sphere begins hurtling through space. As the background comes into focus, we see the black sphere hurtling towards a large brick building. Bang! The sphere crashes into the side of the building. We now see the face of the man with the weathered hand. It is a worn-in Cro-Magnon face. This is Ralph. Played by Ron Perlman. All right. Shadows of falling bricks are imposed on his face as the building crumbles. Ralph reaches for the lever again. As he pulls it, we cut sharply to an empty video game arcade. Camera slowly pushes forward to the arcade box in the center, which is on and glowing through the night. As we get closer, the outline of a large brick building is seen on the screen. Camera holds on the building for a moment until we see Ralph walking into the shot as a small figure on the sidewalk. 
as camera moves closer into the image. The pixels of the screen become more noticeable and grainy. The image becomes a total abstraction of chaos. The sound of high voltage electricity can be heard snapping and roaring. Cut to an old fashioned AC wall plug burning out with a large bang, a small flame scorching the plastic as the room is plunged into darkness. Cut to the electricity breaker for the building. The building's super, Felix, Bill Pullman, is changing <laughs> is changing out fuses while Ralph is shining the flashlight over his shoulder. Yeah, okay, uh, that should do it. Yeah, but uh, it's still dark down here. Yeah, well, you know, I had enough fuses for the top floors. The ground floor is going to have to wait until tomorrow. Oh, come on, Felix. I got a bunch of food that's going to go bad overnight. Yeah, well, you could always throw it out. Cut to a milk carton out of focus. Cut to a disgusting plate of food writhing with maggots. It's making a lot of uncomfortable, squishy noises at a high volume. (laughs) Cut to Ralph throwing a bag of garbage out into the dingy, dark alleyway. He looks up and sees silhouettes of persons laughing and partying in the upstairs windows. As Ralph re-enters the lightless ground floor entryway, He is lit by the light cascading down from the stairway above. We can see the bottom half of Felix standing by a doorway, speaking with the partygoers inside. A general din of merriment spilling out into the hallway. Uh, We just wanted to make sure everything was going right for you. Apologize for any inconvenience. Felix is invited inside, and as he crosses the threshold, we see a small girl now revealed inside the apartment as played by Millie Bobby Brown. She stares out at Ralph, blank, close up on her hand, but it is not a regular hand. It is a wooden hand. The door closes. Ralph knocks on the door. Felix answers. Oh, Ralph, uh, hi again. Did the power come back on downstairs? Uh, no, I just realized that I haven't properly introduced myself to the new tenants. I brought this canned food. Oh, uh, that's nice. I'll let them know you stopped by. Take care. Felix attempts to close the door, but Ralph stops the door with his hand. Yeah, it's just, uh, I've been a tenant here for so long, I feel like I rarely get to meet any of the new people. Just then, Candy Calhoun, Laura Dern, walks up and slinks her arm around Felix. Of course, Laura Dern. She's smoking a cigarette in a long golden holder. She is wearing fire apple red lipstick and is hotter than dynamite. Felix, baby, who's your new friend? Oh, yeah, uh, Candy, this is Ralph. He lives downstairs. Hi, Candy, nice to meet you. Welcome to the building. I brought you this canned food. Candy just about dies laughing and invites Ralph in. Once inside the apartment, the mood is much more stagnant and awkward than its appearance from outside. Various nouveau riche characters are packed around the room, having side conversations, eyeing low-class Ralph with a quiet disgust. There is a giant fish on the dinner table. The room is lit exclusively by exquisite custom-designed lamps. (laughs) The television is blaring white noise and displaying the Native American head logo. Kirby is watching the TV, eyes glazed over and a holiday eggnog in his hand. Waluigi is standing, facing a corner of the room, (laughs) licking his lips furiously. 
Crash Bandicoot is showing off his teeth <laughs> with a magnifying glass. <laughs> Zangief pats Crash Bandicoot on the back and through a mouthful of scotch says, Roar! Through a partially closed door to the kitchen, Ralph can see a pair of hands dropping drops from a vial of liquid into a glass of milk and stirring. Ralph moves closer to the kitchen door and can see the young girl drinking the milk. Then the door swings open, and Ralph is face to face with a well-dressed man they all call the King, Dennis Hopper. <laughs> Candy! Who the fuck is this shitbag? Relax, King. It's just our neighbor from downstairs. Um, what was your name? Uh, Ralph. Hi, sir. It's very nice to meet you. King eyes Ralph suspiciously and slowly extends his hand to shake Ralph's. Ralph goes to shake King's, but King swiftly moves his hand into the air and twinkles his fingers as he shows Ralph his hand. Too slow. King's mouth cracks into a vicious smile. <laughs> Too fucking slow. Well, Ralph, you're just in time for dessert. Everybody, take a fucking seat at the table. Candy. Go and fetch that cake, would you? Ralph sits awkwardly at the table next to Sour Bill, Scott Coffee, and Taffeta Mutton Fudge, <laughs> Naomi Watts. Forgot about all of them. Candy exits the kitchen with a large cake tin and places it on the table with a particularly 1950s housewife flourish. Wonderful, Candy. King raises his goblet. To Candy! Everyone toasts except Ralph, who was not offered a drink. And to our guest of honor... Our new neighbor from the bottom floor. You have finally made it to the big top. Ralph, would you do the honors? King offers Ralph a cutting knife. Oh, uh, sure. Ralph looks up and sees the young girl in the kitchen doorway staring at him. Uh, hey there, I'm Ralph, your downstairs neighbor. Do you want a piece of cake? Uh, if that's okay with your parents, of course. King's expression goes steely. Yeah, I'm afraid not. The little ones shouldn't have sugar close to Betty by. Candy, can you make sure that Penelope finds her way back to sleep for us? Candy walks over to the kitchen and shoes Penelope back into the shadows. King returns focus to the cutting knife. Ralph, we're all waiting. Ralph takes the knife and starts cutting into the cake. To his surprise, it starts bleeding up and out onto the crust. As Ralph looks up at King, a projection of another face is transposed on top of King's face. Into Ralph's head, it begins speaking. I like you, Ralph, because you're an idea man. And like me, I'm an idea man. See, I make things with my hands. I see you break things with your hands. And like my ideas, man, I can have an idea like a virus. And you know they say we all go turbo. Yes and no. I go turbo. Sound like a plan, Ralph, my man. Ralph has become transfixed on King's face as the lighting dims to all but a spotlight around the flickering projection on King's non-speaking face. Ralph looks down to the cake he's cutting, and from the incision mark, Large black mechanical beetles begin to swiftly crawl up the blade and onto Ralph's hand and forearm. Ralph panics and begins trying to brush off the insects. 
King laughs like a madman as Ralph struggles in horror. Suddenly, the lights flick back on. A destroyed dessert cake is now strewn across the table, with looks coming in from all sides. Ralph is in the bathroom, cleaning off his arms of the blood-like berry juice. As the red liquid spills down the drain, we see Ralph deep in contemplation. We see Penelope in the kitchen doorway. We see a close-up of the swirling glass of milk. We see the out-of-focus milk carton. As it comes into focus, we see a large missing poster printed on the side of the carton. The picture is of Penelope. Ralph's eyes narrow. He clenches his fist under the running water. Cut to Penelope waking up to Ralph towering over her bedside. Penelope stares up at Ralph, clearly in an altered state. Ralph scoops her up in his arms and leaves. He makes it all the way to the entryway of the apartment when King and some of the guests step out of the shadows behind him. Leaving so soon? I didn't take you for the kind of guy to Irish goodbye, Ralph. King reaches out his hand and snaps in Ralph's face. Cut to a very long shot of car headlights driving on an empty paved road at night. King is at the wheel swinging a large bottle of alcohol. Shadow of the Sonic series has a gun on Ralph. <laughs> I can shadow the hedgehog. God damn it. <laughs> Felix and Candy Calhoun are making out in the back seat with Candy occasionally slapping Felix hard in the face and he likes it. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. King pulls off the road and trundles the car into the desert scrub brush. At first, there is nothing there. King checks his watch and looks to the moon, which is entering a partial eclipse. As the eclipse darkens the area, a train terminal begins to materialize. Soon, the full silhouette of a man can be seen standing by the terminal. King gets out of the car and greets the shadow man, making gestures back to the vehicle. King eventually returns back to the vehicle and pounds on the hood. Pop the trunk! King leads Penelope over to the other man. A luminescent aura begins to brew in the air between them. The light grows dimmer as the eclipse begins to block out the moon. Sensing the distraction, Ralph headbutts Shadow and takes his weapon. Stumbling out of the side of the car, Ralph turns the gun on King. She's coming with me, King. I'm afraid she can't leave. Ralph tries to take Penelope's hand, but ends up holding the wooden hand instead. Ralph readjusts his focus as he stares at the wooden hand. The eclipse is nearing totality. Horrible, brooding, ambient noise builds in intensity. Ralph looks upon the shadow man who steps forward towards him. Revealed to be the projected man, Turbo, Ralph saw earlier on top of King's face. We hear the sounds of high-voltage electricity. He is also a creepy, greased-up puppet prosthetic effect thing. The eclipse eclipse is in full totality, now revealing the black sphere suspended in space. A large metal lever glows in the darkness. Ralph reaches out and pulls the lever, loosing the wrecking ball from the eclipse. In ultra-slow motion, the wrecking ball smashes into the side of Turbo's face, which shatters into tiny bricks and crumbles to the ground in a really artsy, weird, (laughs) and sort of unsettling way. Tiny people who resemble partygoers begin to fall out of the building cavity of Turbo's head. Ralph pulls the lever again, 
and the wrecking ball smashes into the other side, breaking the structural integrity of the turbo head building, and it crashes into the ground onto the tiny partygoers below, resulting into a large dust cloud that eventually fades into nothingness. Cut to another long, long shot of headlights driving down the highway at night. The end. Oh man! Fuck yeah! <laughs> Checked like all the David Lynch lists. You did, and, and you uh, snuck you in Lost Highway at the end there. Um, yeah, a little bit. Transplanted yeah. Wreck It Ralph characters like flawlessly. Yeah, in, into a David Lynch type deal. Great. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad, good, good I'm, I'm glad you like it. You all know. three stories back to back. This is a weird episode. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <it's laughs> They're all very uh, different. It's definitely a very train vember episode. Uh, Hashtag train so vember. Um, um, yeah. yeah. But uh, uh, tell me what? How much money was David Lynch given to yeah. do this? Well, just prior to the money. Let's talk about audience reception. Yeah, that's true. Critic score: sixty percent. Lynch movie since Dune. Torbid Grusler, editor in chief at Torbid Grusler magazine. <laughs> that's a that's a fucking person. You don't just make that name up. I did make it up, but it Gosh. might be a person. <laughs> Gosh. Well, good good on you. Yeah. yeah. Audience score: forty percent. My children were horrified by this movie. I did absolutely no research on before bringing them into the theater. <laughs> Polly helicopter from Uninviting Nevada. Polly helicopter. <laughs> Expected gross profit, honestly, not much. <laughs> Actual gross profit, yeah. <laughs> but it later went on to become a cult classic and highly revered, like that one movie, Eraser. No, not Eraserhead. Eraser. Yeah. The one with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. yeah. That movie. Oh, yeah. Trivia. David Lynch has not publicly addressed or endorsed this film. And if you ask him about it, he will pretend not to know of its existence at all. <laughs> and that is fucking it. Yay. Uh, but you think about it becoming a cult classic. <laughs> I've like heard many directors talk about it. It's like, yeah, that's, you know, the cult classic scene's all good and fine for you. But, you know, it's like, yeah. we all really wish you'd just go see the fucking movie. We lost a ton of money. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Outright. And like a lot of these directors, like, yeah, I didn't really get a second chance. Right, yeah, to go right. make someone money It's like yeah, yeah Cult classic Woo I don't like my movie yeah. Being considered a cult classic cause it re- For a lot of people It's like yeah It reminds me of my last movie I ever got to make Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that is rough Yeah Just go see it Get off your ass Go see it You yeah. know come on You know you, you Pony up You paid some good money You know These people worked real hard Real hard yeah. Just like we worked Real hard <laughs> To bring you <laughs> Bring you these Wreck-It Fun Wreck it Ralph movies So really Like tweet at Fucking uh, The mouse themselves On release day And to just You know Point them in the <laughs> Yeah, let, let, yeah. <laughs> Yes Please send Disney's lawyers To us Ugh. Maybe Actually don't Um <laughs> But it doesn't matter because yeah. so, um, it's all good. Keep an open mind. Remember where you heard the, the supplementary Wreck-It Ralph content first? It wasn't in the fucking movie theater. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. It was in this it podcast. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, that was another fun episode. Um, I don't see any portals forming. I don't see any um, buckets or anything. It looks like. Oh, yeah, I think we're know. just pretty much back to normal trains, vember giving times here. Yeah. So I think, you know, um, but who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Maybe nobody knows. Maybe nobody knows. I think Desi B knows. The shadow knows. <laughs> the shadow knows. <laughs> but that's a tale for a different day. 
Ha 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 